welcome to Good Storm, a comedy game design podcast where two guys who know nothing about comedy and a little bit about game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. You can't just go changing our tagline. It's on our business cards. It's on our <laughs> website. I don't care that we did a 48-hour game jam. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we know it. We know a little bit, I guess. I guess. How's it going? It's going It's going well. We're doing this again for the, six, for the 62nd time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing with our life, Trevor? We're clicking, um, we're pitching. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Let's I'll do it. Tell everyone what we're, what we're about to do then. We're about to click, we're about to pitch, we're about to play a game called Click Pitch. This is where we each have a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three to one click, we get a new word, and we say them out loud, so the other person can hear it, and you, the audience at home, can also hear it. <laughs> and then we make a game design from it. We've, we're going to do that now. Let's, let's do it. Awesome. Three to one click. Vast itch. <laughs> we have the <laughs> this vast itch at the moment. It's just <laughs> I just can't get to the end of it. Uh, <laughs> so, funnily enough, oh, ooh, oh, ooh, 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 okay, ooh. you have something. All right, let me do mine first because it probably won't go anywhere. Yep. So I said vast, but I it reminded me of like a vast, like pirate speak. A vast me hearties. And then when mm-hmm. you when you said itch, I'm like, uh, they probably do get pretty itchy on those pirate ships. So I think it's like I think it's a mod for Sea of Thieves where uh they add a new mechanic that you have to like handle your itchiness meter as you play because you got crabs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Told you it wasn't gonna okay. go anywhere. Now tell me yours. <laughs> okay, so you play a flea. <laughs> In an open world game. <laughs> okay, I like it already, yeah. It's an open world game set on either a dog's body or something like that. And basically, your whole thing is doing sort of like side quests. And so, it's like a full-on serious much- RPG. Like, we don't even address the fact that you're a flea on an animal's body, other than yep. like, obviously, the, the the setting and the characters and stuff. But other than that, it's like a full- Serious RPG with high stakes. Either flea or head lice, but I'm like, eh, flea. I like flea. No, uh, I I really like flea. I had an image, though, of, like, sort of Super Mario Galaxy style, like, jumping from animal to animal, and each animal is its own, (laughs) like, level or world. So, there are certain points in the story. There are certain points in the story where you have to, like, get to a certain place by a certain time so you can jump ship. Off this animal because it's about to die or something or I don't know or the, or it's about oh. to like get flea treatment <laughs> <laughs> and there's just I, actually <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of an epic action scene where you're like running away from a wave of flea wash as it just kills all your compatriots around you they're just they're dropping oh, and you're running right to the end of the tail yeah and you take yeah. this massive leap off and you're just sort of jumping through the air yeah. <laughs> and 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 Appropriately enough, all the others are just dropping like fleas. Oh, wait, that's dropping like flies. That pun doesn't work. Ba-boom. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like, oh, yeah, off the end of the tail. Action scene. And you, like, latch onto a fucking rat. You have to Mm -hmm. live on that rat for a few levels and you've got a few quests on there to, like, I don't know. You find one of those those parasites that- that burrows its way into mammals' brains and controls them so that you can get where you want to go. (laughs) 
to like, um, except you have to pay it, you know, five gold pieces or whatever. <laughs> so I kind of like, um, I've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter World lately. I like mm-hmm. the idea that you as a flea have to like, um, roam this world looking for the, looking for whatever things, you know, you gotta, you gotta find in your quest. I haven't worked out that far, but occasionally you get like a massive fly come in. And you've got to sort of battle it. Right. You know, so there's of- all these, yeah, as a flea, you're one of the smaller sort of animals, creatures in this, in this world of, of, you know, the microcosm of insects and, and parasites and such. So yeah, you, you yep. need to do a lot of rolling, strategic <laughs> attacks. You can jump really high. That helps. Uh, yep. yeah. What, what I really love is just this image of you kind of just behind, um, just behind the the flea, you're in this forest of hair, and this fly just comes down. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, you know, and you know, you got uh, maybe maybe going through, um, say a a balding spot or or something like that. <laughs> right, there's on, a clearing on, on the dog, because normally there'd be like there's you some, know the there's sort some of, mange. There, there's the fur cover on top, so yeah. it's like. Well, it's a hot day out there. <laughs> just uh, massive you, flies come down, having to destroy yeah, them. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. It'd be like a like a dragon fight in any other, any other game, and it's just a big blowy. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you've got the occasional like um, tick that you might find. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fi- one like- of the one of the like big bosses. You're, uh, or, or maybe it's even in that bit as you're heading towards the tail. Before you can get to the tail, you're about there, and then. This fucking tapeworm just like rears its head. <laughs> it's trying to escape. Gotta- it's trying to escape too. <laughs> and you've got to get past it. Yeah, that's that's good. So what's the what would the currency be in like a world of fleas and blood? And just blood. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So they're just they're just trading in blood. Um Yep, little, we already had that planned. Little little vials. <laughs> different values based on the type of animal it came from. Um, um, what does different that- values depending on where you got it. Like if you if you manage to get um, arterial blood, then it's mm-hmm. obviously a lot more richer mm-hmm. because it's got more oxygen in it um, compared to yep sort of the um, the veiny blood, which is all oxygen now is diseased blood. blood bad or is it like sought after because I don't know a lot of in- types of insects and things on the black market do spread disease. Maybe that's actually part of their oh, racket. Oh. There's a part that you actually go to a flea market that, <laughs> of course <laughs> that you do. is literally a market run by fleas mm-hmm. that they're selling like old, old sort of like stuff, kind of like at a flea market, yep. like that we'd call it. And it turns out that, you know, scientists have actually found out that the flea markets were doing this for, for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where they got the name flea market from. And then after the flea market, you go to a flea circus, of course. Yep. For your entertainment value. Maybe there's a quest where you have to be in the circus for some reason because you're trying to like get, yeah, in, get information. That it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get there. There's just there are no fleas. There's just all these like automated little seesaws and things. <laughs> it's like, but we're that size. We know that this is fake. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe that's um, another part that happens later on. Like you get yeah. captured by by this insane guy and you actually become part of you know a flea circus. Right, right. This guy's been running flea circuses like the fake ones for years, and now he he's determined to to run a real one and actually have a flea do tricks. Yep, yep. Um, so that could be kind of cool. Maybe that's where you start out and you run away, 
like it's you're you're at this guy's first flea circus, right? And, so you, you and s- when you escape, he goes, "Oh shit, uh, maybe I'll just automate this then." <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be a lot easier than training all these fucking. I fleas. thought he was going to hunt you down for the whole game. Like somehow he recognizes the specific flea, and he's well, just that, chasing that could be you. The end, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I like the idea that in this world of of blood currency, mosquitoes must just be like the rich merchants sort of thing. Like they're who you buy all your stuff from because they trade in yep. blood. And then you got then you got the um you got the smuggling ones that sort of come in to trying to steal from from your animal's blood supply. So you know right. again, monster hunter. Right. Well, shit. yeah, I like this. I, I like that idea of like territory, like the the animal that you live in, live on. You know, there's sort live of on. there's a sharing. <laughs> Well, some of them, the tapeworm lives in. Uh, <laughs> some of some of the sharing, like the the, the uh, it's just Terry. <laughs> the, they share the blood from that animal because, like, they live there. There's and then there's a territorial thing. But yeah, if like rogue mosquitoes come and try to take some, they all band together and fight them off. Yep, that's fun. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. What sort of graphic style do you reckon? Uh, I mean, just use the Witcher 3 engine, right? Like full on <laughs> high def. Yeah. Rich world. Much. It's kind of what I was thinking. I'm not sure um, how you go past I'm just, that. I'm just trying to think what's going to actually stop you from going to like the animal's backside or back Nothing. passage. Just like the, like the Witcher doesn't shy away from adult <laughs> topics. <laughs> They have the butt pucker shader ready to go. <laughs> Stay away from the chasm. <laughs> That's where Terry lives. Yeah, I really like it. Let's click again. Three to one click. All right, I really like it. Let's throw it away and never think about it again. Stick. Millionaire. Who wants to stick a millionaire? <laughs> Pin the... Stick on the... Mi- I don't know. Uh, okay. Stick millionaire. I'm getting lots of weird images running through my head. Um, because stick... Like, I'm getting images of, like, literally a piece of wood from a tree, a stick. Mm-hmm. And what would make a stick a millionaire <laughs> in the world of sticks? <laughs> or maybe a millionaire... Rod. <laughs> a millionaire who has a stick for some reason. But then there's, like, sticking things together... Uh, sticky tape. Okay, it it's the guy that created like the um, the glue on the post-it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, whoever that scientist was that was uh, working for 3M Corp. I think it was uh, uh Michael Montgomery, uh, Masterson. Right, that's why it's 3M. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all I remember is the movie Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Where they tried to, you know, pawn off that they they actually created the right, glue, the glue on the post-its. But then someone there actually knew who it was. So, <laughs> right. Uh, I'm I'm sort of thinking that maybe it's a um it's a game in an alternate universe where in the intro your character creates the um the glue uh, for post-its, and just as he's just as he's getting it, getting ready to show his boss what he what he managed to create. Mm. Um, basically, you've got a set of spies that come in and 
knock him out, steal his um, steal his invention, and and run off. Okay. And so he's now been robbed in this in this world of being being a millionaire. Right. And so he's on a vengeance thing, trying to okay. trying to. So I'm thinking that this is a a platformer where yep. you've got lots of glue based skills. <laughs> now look. You can't necessarily stick a piece of paper to a wall and have it stay there for a while because they took that technology. <laughs> but <laughs> interestingly you enough, can- you've got this other invention where you can like climb up walls and shit <laughs> and like <laughs> stick enemies to the ground for extended periods of time or I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I- I- or it's a, it's a like first person shooter. Mm. Remember um, Aliens vs. Predator, when you played, like, the alien, you could actually um, hold down control climb to crawl on and, surface, and climb yeah. on, the, on the walls and the, and the ceiling. Okay. Well, basically, the same thing happens, except you've also got a glue gun, like, that shoots balls of glue. So, your whole weapon, weaponry th- thing is glue-based still, but it's a first-person shooter that you just happen to also be able to mm, climb walls and Maybe. Shoot. I, I kind of- I, don't, I like the idea of having a glue gun and, like, maybe having a limited amount of your supply and you can sort of create surfaces you can climb on. Mm-hmm. I think I still like it as a platformer, though. Uh, maybe like, like a 2.3D. Maybe like a 2.5D <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and so, sort of a puzzle platformer where you've got certain areas and you have to be able to get enough glue supply up to, to you know, cover a, an entire surface that you need to get up. Before the the glue dissipates or something, um, and yeah, using your glue gun to like stick enemies to the ground so that you can get past them or or attack them without them hitting you or whatever. But obviously, that uses up some of your glue. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking kind of almost like Ori in the Blind Forest style thing, where you just you build up your abilities over time. I mean, again, it's just it's very Metroidvania, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know, or even a bit of like I'm almost thinking you could make it relatively fast paced. Um, kind of like okay. Explosion Man kind of thing where you're, yeah, I, I don't know, be- because there's timing aspects of like once the glue hits the surface, well, and maybe this is part of the story because like you've got this glue, but it actually doesn't last very long because they stole the, the post-it note stuff, which lasts for a long time. Uh, yeah. So, and maybe you upgrade it over time, but initially your glue only lasts, you know, five seconds before it dissipates and evaporates. So, there is a real element of timing and speed to get through these levels as you have to like the combination of relatively accurate shooting to, to coat a surface with the glue and then moving across it before it's gone. Hmm. Sounds like you've thought this out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and now this is where you yes. And and come up with more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, but you covered a lot of the stuff. I was it's thinking. true. It's oh, true. Oh. It's fairly well-rounded. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, I mean, that's it, really all we've come up with, with is some somewhat interesting platformer mechanics you could do something with, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know what else there is to <laughs> to expand on necessarily. Yeah. I'm at a loss. Well, there you go. I ruined it <laughs> by making something cool. Let's leave yep. again. <laughs> Three to one click. Repugnance. Guess. <laughs> repugnance. Guess. Yep. What does repugnance mean? Yeah, okay. Just, like, disgust. Uh, it's a game where someone at a dinner party suggests, who wants to play Guess Who? And everyone just goes, oh, what are you- <laughs> that's a horrible game. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a game of Guess Who, but if 
every time that you make an incorrect guess, more gas escapes into the room and it's a really, really horrible smell. <laughs> it's like a disincentive <laughs> for playing badly. It's guess who, but it's just like random severed body parts. <laughs> Does your- It's a- guess who, but it's with smells. <laughs> <laughs> How would that even work? You just have to, like, you've got, like, different, the the names of different smells on the, the little things, and you have to say, like, does your smell have a hint of eggness to it? Oh, no. No, all the smells are up, um, and you've got to describe it, and as, as like, um, you put down, you put down um, the things. The other smells go away until finally you've got your one smell. Well, but that's what I mean. Like that's isn't that how Guess Who worked? You had to like ask questions. <laughs> yeah, and they'd say like it'd be like, "Does your person have glasses?" And they'd say no, and you'd put down all the people who had glasses. So yeah, like they ask, "Is your uh, you know uh, is there a hint of sulfur in your smell?" And they say no, and so you have to go through <laughs> you all- You pick it up and you're reading through the chemicals. <laughs> no, no, you have to figure that out from sniffing it. And, and at any point, you can, like, press a bu- press that, that, like, little tab, and that, that <laughs> smell comes out so you can refresh your memory. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And there's a good- There's a nice little button for just some- I don't know, oh. like some smelling salts or something that just like are a bit of a palate cleanser. They just like completely uh, blow out your sense of smell for a moment so you can and, and smell to, it fresh. And to make sure that it actually does actually work for you and um, how they can't smell it as well. You've actually got gas masks on. Oh, okay. So just like- reverse gas masks yeah. that it feeds gas in. Right, yeah. You hook so it into the side of the board, to your side of the board. Got a little tube that goes in there. Fun yeah. for all the family. I like it. One size fits all. <laughs> One size fits all. It's got an adjustable strap. Uh, yeah. And it's VR. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is a real game. Like, this is a physical I know. game. Yeah. yeah. No, I was saying that it's a physical game, but also you wear VR goggles for some reason. Just because no, that's our just trademark. A guess mask. No, I'm just kidding. That's an anthropomorphic guess who board. <laughs> totally. You say, does. does do, do they have glasses on? And they go, no, fuck you. Put me away. I want to go watch TV. <laughs> oh, that fucking smells. Three, two, one, click. Rubbish. Executioner. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, oh, God. My mind first went to a search and simula- simulator execution game. So, you're trying to kill people, but with, like, horrible controls. And so, you keep fucking it up. Because you're just a rubbish, yep. you're a rubbish at execution, executing people, <laughs> and so you, you've got all these different styles of execution, but it just ends up in all these people suffering really badly because, like, yep. the guillotine doesn't quite cut their head off, or the axe just like severs their artery and they die slowly and bleed out, or the you put the wrong chemical in the lethal injection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying it's kind of like. Um Oh, what's it called? Like the home improvisation, where mm-hmm. you where you get given like an IKEA kit of of building of an execution, execution, and uh, yeah, yeah, ex- executing device. Yeah, electric and chair. Then, you know, when you when you finally build it, then you know you may not have put the straps in properly, so that when you're trying to put the person into the guillotine, you can't strap them down, so that right. they can't move, so that they sort of move they a little bit. They wiggle a bit. 
Just the, just hops the top of their head off, and then their brain falls out. Mm-hmm. Still worked. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing about guillotines. Like, as long as you get a decent chunk of them in there, it's probably effective um, enough. You know, I'm seeing like one you can have drawn and quartered, so you can have like the four oh, horses yeah, we gotta go being attached to the historical, of course. Yep. It's um, all it's all physically Iron simulated. Maiden. Excellent. Nice Bill and Ted's reference there. Thank you. Um, the rack. Um, Trevor, you know far of, too much about fun. execution devices. Jesus. Well, technically, these are all torture yeah, devices. Yeah, that's true. But they probably kill them eventually. Could do if you... Yeah. Um, I think yeah. later on you can have, like, the sawing a lady in half, except you literally <laughs> saw a lady in half. <laughs> that's, that, nobody ever did that to ex- actually execute someone. <laughs> Now you're just going into murder. That's different. We're talking state-sanctioned executions. Oh, state-sanctioned. Oh, not not the Magic Guild-sanctioned um, no. executions. No, because they managed to make all evidence disappear and nobody actually knows whether it's happened or not. Um, Didn't say it was happening on stage. It could have happened in the back room. <laughs> I love the idea that there's just all these magicians out there murdering people, but they still have to do it in, like, magic ways. <laughs> so, yeah, they just, like, put someone in a box and stab them with swords. Cut them, put them <laughs> in another box and cut them in half. Choke <laughs> them with a card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, and that, look, what's behind your ear? It's a cyanide capsule. Oh, it's gone. Now it's in your mouth. And you chewed it up, and you didn't even realise. <laughs> you just allowed some foam to come out of your lips. Oh, God. Terrible. You're out of the guild. Three, two, one, click. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Broil. Private. Broil? Yep. B-R- okay. Yeah, like O-I-L. to cook. To, to, like, cook in some way. Or to just become hot in private. Or- mm. Okay. Okay. You're a lifesaver. Delicious. Not one of those <laughs> lifesavers. Can that be a fruit? Um, can that be a fruit tingle? You're a lifesaver on a nude beach. <laughs> okay. Um, and the idea is that you've got to run around and like put umbrellas up because all these people are like broiling in the sun. They're just completely irresponsible. Yep. Or they just want very even sunburns. Yep. Is this why we don't really so, have many nude beaches in Australia? <laughs> lack of o- probably, lack of I mean, ozone layer. I mean, who wants their privates to be broiled? <laughs> oh, I was thinking just because it's like a private beach, but you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that until just this moment. <laughs> That's why I went the nude the nude beach, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I'm like privates. Yeah. Okay. Privates broiling in the sun. Okay. But so, but once you've put umbrellas on everyone. Then what? Is there? Um, what's the? Well, you, okay. I think, I think this is a game where, like, it's a top down. You've it's only got limited number off. of umbrellas. Top down, top off. Yeah. Um, you've only got limited umbrellas. Okay. And basically, so you're just gonna watch um, these people getting redder and redder. Need to like. Yeah. So you're sort of running around, <laughs> grabbing, grabbing the umbrella and moving it over here, and then you got to watch out for wind, and you know, keep the umbrella into the wind as you as you're moving it, and right, and then put it down, and then sandbag it for when there's when there's other wind, and then you got to go off and quickly do do the next one, and um, basically, you know, it's one of those sort of management games where 
you know, you've only got limited time to keep all these people from being completely burnt. The more people that get burnt, the um, the more that your boss um, gets annoyed. <laughs> this must be a private a new beach, though, because they've managed to employ someone. Like, it's all these rich people who managed to employ someone to stop them from being burnt. Yep. Do you have, like, sunscreen bombs or something that you can fire if you uh, you know, like you know, like shit i'm not going to get this umbrella over there in time because there's too much wind use one of my sunscreen bombs uh to, to like hit that person who's about to get burnt um yeah you could do that um, <laughs> you don't seem into that no 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 i'm just trying to think what else you could well but, you could do other but than then just they umbrellas. fuck you up by going for a walk in, or going for a swim i mean and like wash it all <laughs> off it's like fuck maybe you have to like maybe you have to watch and make sure that people don't go in the water Within half an hour of eating, because then you're going to have to save them, because they're going to cramp up and die and drown. Well, I think because this is, you know, a this is just happens to be a beach that no one actually wants to go swimming. They just want to all sunbathe. They just want to sunbathe. That's why, as a lifeguard, you are stuck with just putting up umbrellas. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't like it. No, it's fine. I just, I just, it needs that little bit of pizzazz. I, I do li- I do like the sunscreen it does bombs. Have, what I, was I mean, thinking. it's got a lot of penises in it, and that gives you a bit of extra <laughs> sales pitch or whatever. But you know, that's a dot point on the back. Includes many penises, <laughs> cut and uncut. <laughs> yes, both types. We are an equal opportunity <laughs> penis rendering machine. If you want penises. <laughs> And you like them red and broiled? <laughs> check out this game. Who actually? There's and no. Are like there even dot points? Check out general jousting. I just, jousting. <laughs> I just feel like there aren't. Like I remember going into game stores and just like browsing all the backs. Of, like it's like, oh, that one looks interesting. Look at the back of the box. The internet ruined that. Destroyed yep. my childhood. No, anyway. Yeah, remember the old Sierra games that came in like these oh, massive yeah. boxes I've got and one on have, my like, shelf. 50 fucking discs in there. I've got Space Ghost 4 on my shelf right now. The, nice. The VGA version, because Dad fucked up. Actually, no, he took it back. <laughs> he took it back and got the VGA version, but he did accidentally buy the EGA version the first time he got it, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, we did that a couple of times, um, where we only had, like, five and a quarter discs, and we got the three and a half discs, three and a half Rookie mistake. Instead, like, Rookie mistake. Yeah. All right, I think we should click again. We're going off topic. Yeah, we're click. Pastel. Frog. <laughs> so it's a frog designing game. <laughs> you're you're a you're a geneticist who's decided that you're sick and tired of all the regular color, colors of frogs and you try yeah, and they're too bright, turn they're them too into, bright into they're pastels. Too obvious and gaudy. Let us tone it down a little. Okay. You're a geneticist who um, is breeding frogs for um, the best in show frog, um, best in frog show or whatever, you know, like yeah, you know, yeah. these that, dog shows. That, common, yeah, that commonly known yeah. show that is aired prime time. Yeah. Sure. So I like the idea that if you can, like, make the prettiest, most pastel coloured frog, mm-hmm. then you've got all the chance of, of actually winning. Well, okay, yeah. So, I, I like this idea of breeding frogs. Sorry, I'm just going to interject. There is actually a frog called the Southern Pastel Frog. Anyway. Uh, 
<laughs> I like this idea that did uh, did you ever hear about that game Mugenics by the by um uh, uh, Edmund Mer who did Binding of Isaac no. and stuff? Anyway, no. it it's been in development for ages. They've just actually restarted it. But anyway, I'm thinking something along the lines of that, which is a that was a cat breeding game, but this is a frog breeding game where. Yeah, you, you get to, like, breed these frogs, and they're almost Pokemon-style- or not, not necessarily Pokemon-style, but, like, Tamagotchi-style little pet things that you have to- Like, it's not just, oh, here's the DNA I'm going to mix up. It's like, you have to keep these things happy enough and alive to breed the next generation. Um, yeah. and, and sort of each generation, you can- Yeah, you can, like, take them to these shows and- depending on the season or whatever, or depending on as time goes by, like different things are judged more highly based on just what judge is going to be there and, and different things like that. So you, you're trying to keep ahead of these trends in, in like custom frogs. Um, <laughs> and so it could be not just about how pastel they are. Obviously that's just one option. It's, it's around the color. It's around the patterns on them. It's around how long their tongue is and how like twisted it is. And there's, you know, how high they can jump and how well formed and their webbed feet are. Yeah. How well they can play the guitar in a swamp. Um, how well they don't kill people by touching them. <laughs> or how well they do kill people by touching them. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the power of their, of their venom. Totally. It's a big one. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the, that's the toad category. Right. But meanwhile, like, you go home after the show and you've got 50 frogs jumping around this house that you've put together because they're always escaping and you have to feed them all and you have to name them all and you have to figure out, decide which ones you want to fuck each other to make your next round. <laughs> you put them in the little fuck pad, fuck lily pad. <laughs> you open it up and it's just like... Gaudy, bloody seventies style, like decoration. Totally, and it's like you. It it looks like a tiny little frog porno set. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, pretty much. Go to it. <laughs> shag rug for shagging on. <laughs> Heart, like round, you know the bed. The whole Austin Powers like rotating bed, leopard skin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy's in there waiting for Kermit. Maybe you can breed. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on that note, three to one click. <laughs> Birth. Ransacking. <laughs> I, had, I had some great ideas when it was just ransacking, but you added in birth and that just kind of made things really, really hard. <laughs> it's about the, f- the person who was the first to ransack something. They were, they, they, it was the birth of ransacking in general. So, this may be a little political, but <laughs> okay. Okay. Your character is in the US. Mm-hmm. You don't have any private health insurance. Obviously. And your wife is about to give birth. So, you must ransack and sell a whole heap of- <laughs> um, Ran- ransack shops yep. and sell off all the stuff yeah. to basically be able to cover cover right. the cost. Yeah, of the okay. It's, it's like a political statement about the state of healthcare among low-income in- low people, or anyone really, but you're forced to steal and ransack and, 
and sell stolen goods to pay for the birth of your child. Okay. Um, so should the birth have already occurred and therefore you've already got your bill of $400,000 or? Yeah, I think so. I think, because I'm it thinking, was an emergency I'm thinking it's almost a little bit like, um, the swindle where you're like doing these randomly generated levels and having to steal stuff. Yep. Um, but there's like the added bonus of if you find like some nappies, <laughs> then you get bonus points because you actually really need those. Uh, or baby formula, <laughs> or clothes, or medicine. <laughs> now I'm just getting depressed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean it. <laughs> so, all right, here's my idea. Um, and look, that was good. I think it's important to talk about those things. Serious games, man. All right, my idea was, you're a burglar. You're, ran- mm-hmm. you're ransacking a house. You're getting a really good haul. There's tons of stuff here. You're just shoving it all in your bag that's got a, like, money sign on the side. You get back to your hideout. You open it up, and you accidentally took a baby. (laughs) And you train that baby to be your apprentice. (laughs) Now it's the story of the relationship between this hardened, jaded burglar who's stealing shit just for the fun of it, just to fuck with society- he doesn't need to. He's been stealing for years uh, and got lots of good hauls. He's rich, but he just so doesn't. So, how many people are in this? How many people are in this crew? Are there three men in this little baby? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> no, I think it's just him. I think it's just him. And look, this baby's little. We're not going to go into the horrifying thought of someone <laughs> taking someone else's baby because this is funny. God damn it! <laughs> so you need to like. So, he starts taking it on jobs, and you have to find safe spots for the baby to go initially, because it can't do anything. But as it grows up into a little bit of a toddler, it starts walking around, and it can steal things too, but also it might fall off a roof, so you have to stop it from doing that while you, but also while you steal stuff. also, cry, so you've got you to sort of like be able to calm down the baby so that, you know- Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a um, challenge then. So, the, um, all the people around the- you know, the houses that you're ransacking don't wake up and go, what the hell's that sound? Who's Nobody has a baby in this neighbourhood. Has that baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And But as it, go- as it continues to grow, you get to, like, level him up or her up. Level, level <laughs> this baby up and can, choose can, its skills. Can we, please, can we please make this that um, it's actually his child? <laughs> and the um, basically what happened was... He's lost his job and his wife is away um, on on business. Like, she's now the breadwinner. But he's, like, sort of run out of money and he doesn't have any credit cards left. So, he has to ransack all these different places. Are you just uncomfortable um, with the idea of someone stealing a baby and keeping it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- I cannot understand why. There's just- I do not see an issue with that at all. No, okay, that's fine. I feel that's- I feel much more comfortable with, with someone who's- Who's someone who's, who's just a bad know. dad and teaches their kid to steal shit. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's boot slightly more acceptable. Slightly. We can do that. Um, if you like. If we must. Yeah. I, I kind of like the idea that if you get caught, then your wife divorces you and <laughs> takes sole custody of the baby. Yeah, that's fair. So- I think that's fair. Um, they're, they're sort of your stakes. Um, I'm thinking- Well, obviously, you haven't played the game from other sons. Um, because it's VR? Because it's VR. Mm-hmm. Um and basically, in the game, it's it always S-O-N-S randomly generated. O N S or S U N S. 
S U N S. I kind of remembered because of the word sun, but anyway, um, <laughs> I was thinking that th- their whole thing is the entire universe is basically randomized each time. Yeah. I say universe. It's not really. Um, it's sort of like points and missions that you can, you can go on. So I like the idea that, um, your character just chooses sort of a location mm-hmm. that he's, that he's going to go. The houses are, are always generated and basically you got one life. Yeah. Which is, you fail that you and then you've got to start all over again. And the idea is that if you can, if you can get all the way to, to the end where your baby now has become sort of a master you know, maybe, criminal, uh, 18 years old and is a master criminal, um, then the new game plus is your baby now having a kid of his own. Oh. Doing the same thing. Or, and, or her own. You know, I like the idea that own. the child is also randomly generated. Also randomized. Yes. yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm sort of sensing a bit of Rogue Legacy in here where, mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you do get through it and into that next generation, like, some of those, some of the choices you made for that child obviously then carry over to your character in the next round, the next generation. Um, and that's a way that you can kind of skill up. You basically, you, you increase the, the thieving skills of your bloodline generation after generation. And that's where the roguelike elements of it come in. Um, because, uh, yeah, like every time you do, you, you pass on a little bit more skill. I like that. That's cool. Um, I also, also like the idea that you have to be getting, um, enough money to be able to afford all the, all the rubber gloves and stuff so that you're not leaving fingerprints everywhere. Oh, right. There's like resource and management of your actual thieving tools and consumables. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you can you can run out of um, or you can wear your shoes out. So, you got to buy new <laughs> sneakers so that you can like sneak through. Okay. okay. But then they they can't be they can't be super brand new because otherwise they squeak on the full, full <laughs> oh, boards. Well, they just have to be high enough quality or something. Or you just you don't want like leather or, or whatever it is. Well, maybe later on you can you can um, find find a store that sells those little cloth booties. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that like CSI people like wear, I'm so kind of, they don't leave footprints and stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of amused by the the very like early police quest esque thing of you have to make sure to actually put your gloves on and put your booties on at the start of every mission, and if you forget, like if you've just totally incriminated yourself by leaving evidence, your hair net. You have to scrub down your body beforehand to not leave skin flakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In general, though, I, I actually, I really like this idea of like a rogue-like thieving thing with these genetic, these genetic things and resource management stuff. And maybe you can like build up your hideout, which is just in your garage, but you're hiding it from your significant other. Um, and you've got all your stuff there and all your tools. And yeah, you, as you build, as you get more money, you get to get more tools. And as your kid grows up, they get more skills and early and it, and it changes, right? Like early on, your kid is light enough that you can like throw them up to reach stuff. Uh, <laughs> but as they get older, that's less of an option, except then you can do things like, oh, well, now both of us together can move this heavy door. And so, yeah, like the, 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 um, the houses and such are randomly generated, but early, like depending on how old your kid is, there might actually be sections that you just you can't you can't actually get through. 
or get to, I mean, you can always get through it, yeah. but like you can't get to that stash because it's behind a heavy door and your child's only five, but you can throw them up to grab the attic door <laughs> and <laughs> pull it down and get all the stuff out of the attic. Okay. So we all know that players are going to attempt to like kill a crap load of people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are there people? I guess there are people. Yeah. I was yeah. sort of thinking empty um, houses, but of course, yeah, there'd be people to, you have to avoid waking them up and. Well, maybe if you've cased the joint well enough, you can, you can work out that, okay, they've, they go out every, um. Oh, every I like Tuesday. the idea that there's like an XCOM vibe as well, where you've got all these potential candidates for, for rob, robberies and you can spend time casing them, but obviously time passes as you're doing that and your money's going down because you just, you've got your essentials. Um, and so yeah. you are balancing up, knowing a bit more about the place and, and having a higher chance that the house will be empty versus just going right now because you need a quick infusion of cash. Yep. I like the idea of random guard dogs. Yep. That, like, so you gotta, you gotta come up with ideas on, on how you're going to get around with that. Yeah. Richer people's um, houses might even have, I mean, obviously there's just different security systems, systems, maybe even security guards, depending on how. Sort of high up you're oh, going. Oh, you've got a full-on gated community that you can you can go to, and you know maybe if you can if you can get enough money, you can actually buy a house in the gated community, and then like <laughs> then you're already in there. Then you're you already to- in there. You don't have to get over the gates anymore. Yep. Um, <laughs> and they they don't notice that like this, as soon as this person moves into this community, everybody started getting robbed. <laughs> Still wave to you, you every- You just make sure that there's, like, two or three other people that bought houses at the same time. Right, you have to cover it up, yeah, sure. Frame them a bit. Just some light framing. Yep. That's cool. Oh, I reckon we've, got, we've actually got a pretty um, pretty solid game. Yeah, here. totally. That, that's, a, that's a fun one. I, I really do like those just, like, roguelike elements of improving, you know, bit by bit. And then, you know, I love just, like, building hideouts and- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Installing things. All right. Cool. Let's go. Three, two, one, click. Art. Schema. Schema? As in- As in S-C-H- database schema? E-M-E-R. Schema. Oh, E-R. Okay, so it's not a yes. game about databases. Good. Well, this is another robbery game. No. Art, no, art schema. So. Well, okay. Let's Let's take it away from- from art thieving then. What else could you scheme about with art? Maybe it's about bidding, like art auctions of some sort. Um, That sounds boring. Maybe it's about, uh, maybe you need to come up with ways to inspire someone to create certain types of art. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. a muse. Maybe you're a muse. And we already did that. Maybe you are an investigator. Mm-hmm. Who's investigating an art forgery ring? Okay, you're trying to work out who, who exactly is scheming, or who who the who the potential people are, and and basically you've been brought in because the FBI found out that like this one, this one set of painting in this art gallery mm-hmm. is actually a forgery, mm-hmm. and like it's just come in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's basically about finding out- Tracking who- down the clues. Tracking so do you down get the to clues. do like 
x-rays of the paintings to discover, you know, what was painted before them to make sure it's yep. real. You get to, like, sample some of the paint to determine when it was painted. You get to, like, painted. do some analysis to, to count the brush strokes and, and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I like the idea that yeah. uh, it's, it just so happens that there's just... Their signature is they just put them in cheap frames. <laughs> <laughs> just like from Croydon Camera House. That's a very, that's a very local like, pool. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> very. It's just like balsa wood. It's or literally like the only like camera store I could think of. It's from Ted's. It's from Ted's. It's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more far ranged. Um, okay. I just, I, I, we tend to go down that investigation route a lot, and I find there's just not enough going, games like that, though. I know, but it's because they're hard to make, because there's only ever one solution, right? So it's just a, it often just becomes sort of follow the breadcrumbs. I'm just trying to think of, is there something we can do in an art gallery that isn't stealing them? Maybe you're just trying to like take selfies with. Pop with famous paintings, and the security guards don't want you getting too close. <laughs> it's a VR game, and it's a VR game. Okay, um, yep. yeah, and, it, and then you can just like send selfies to your friends, and there's like a great uh, show so, with a security guard like grabbing you. So the idea is maybe you got to cause a distraction by um, like pushing someone into an art exhibit, and they're quickly running over and just <laughs> totally, and it's like selfieing with it, and it's like one of those. Like uh, art sculpture sort of pieces where it's just like three pieces of of dog shit on the f- on the ground with a red rope around it, <laughs> and nobody's actually quite sure. Like, and actually, what happened is it's just someone brought their dog to the museum and it shit on the floor three times, but then the the people couldn't figure out whether it was art or not, and so they put the ropes around it and a little sign next to it. <laughs> um, I also like the. Like the idea that some of the harder levels later on are those, um, you know, those living exhibitions of um, performance artists mm-hmm. who who sort of they are their own art. Totally, and so it's actually well, a lot harder to get selfies, to selfie with that. yeah, with them because they're moving all the time, and um, also they just give you a shove when you get too close. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about distracting them to look into the camera at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Or the the clearer it is, and the more the more close that you get, the better the better the score. Yeah, so you, and you have to say if they figure like look, often um the light obviously the the pieces are lit in galleries, but sometimes the light might not be that good. So you have to make sure your lighting's right, otherwise it's gonna be blurry because your shutter speed was too long because <laughs> I had to expose it properly. So what you do is you actually steal the um steal the security guard's mag light and prop it up so that you totally know. you break your way into the like um, control room, turn the lighting up. <laughs> um, you get you can buy selfie sticks if you really want good quality. You can attempt to use like a DSLR, but that's harder because it's heavy. It's harder to get like you can't see what you're taking, to, to, and you can't actually see what yeah, you're you can't frame there. it properly. Yeah. Um. You get you get scored based on how much of the frame would be would be um, in the in the picture. How much of so, the art frame? The frame of the art piece. Yeah, the okay. art frame. Yeah. So if if you've only got half the art, then you you're not gonna you're not gonna be getting 
much score. Yeah. Um, if you've got all of it but too much wall, then, you know, your score diminishes It does again. depend how and many naked body parts are in that half of the art, though. Well, it also depends what your head is covering. Right. Because if, right. say, you're taking a picture of the Mona Lisa and you, your head is where Mona Lisa's head is, well, you've just totally fucked up. Well, it depends on how perfect- Depends on how perfectly you line that up and if you're making the face. Because then it's bonus points. <laughs> like if you're if you manage to take it in a way that forced perspective makes it look like you're part of the painting, that's like ultimate ultimate points. Okay. Yeah. But that that's like the riskiest move. Okay, three to one click. <laughs> let's let's go with the last one. Slander. Youth. Youth slander. Actually that's a my first thought went to you have to like learn the slang of the kids so you can slander them effectively, but we already did that one. With the with the yep. like shopping mall thing, yeah. I think we've I think we've run out of games, Trevor. I think this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Fuck off. Visible kidnapper. Okay. <laughs> Visible kidnapper. This feels like there should be a game there. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm not going to because we we've already sort of decided in this episode that we we don't want to be, um, well, kidnapping kids. Yeah, I mean, most episodes. This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this kidnapper mm-hmm. has stolen a baby goat. <laughs> Therefore, being a kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Um, what was your word again? Visible. Visible. Okay. <laughs> I've, I had an idea and it doesn't work with visible. <laughs> uh, does it work with? Supplier. No, let's click. Does again. it work with <laughs> welfare repayment? <laughs> oh god, it's getting political again. If we go down that route, or at least I just—I know I will. Right, I'm refreshing the whole gotta, page. Gotta, this is annoying. We've got to be able to find. We've got to be able to find a um a game that works with this word. Okay. Buttonhole. Intestine. <laughs> Zucchini? Oh, you got to get a zucchini through a buttonhole. <laughs> All right, look, this isn't working. Let's change it up. Tell me another game you're looking forward to. Another game that I'm looking Let's forward to. Let's do the the game thing. Game name. The game thing. Okay. Choose something that's okay. coming out. Okay. Okay. Labo. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Labo. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry. For those who don't know, what we're doing here is we're going to take a name of a game and we're going to throw out everything we know about it, and we're going to take just the title and we're going to come up with another game idea that fits that title. Labo. So it's Nintendo Labo. Oh come on! Does that mean we have to reinvent <laughs> Nintendo as well, or it just has to be Nintendo stylings, but it's not cart Nintendo but it's style not cardboard Labo toys? Um, okay. Is it like a science so, lab? Yep. I've already <laughs> already started going there. All right. So, it's basically a science lab with real peripherals. Yeah, and real chemicals. <laughs> um, no, not so okay. much. Not you so can much. like test tube, um, Bunsen burner peripherals. Is this what you're thinking? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, like, this is a really, really unusual game in that it requires four. Joy-Cons. Oh, okay. Because um, 
you've got your your Joy-Con that um, acts as a beaker. Yep. Do you like? Pa- jo- do you like Joy-Con that acts as a Bunsen burner? Okay. That you, you like- that you have like a little stand that goes on top of it so that you can put something down right on top, like and. And so the game like um, detects where you know, all these things are in relation to each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so basically, um, the reason why you want four mm. is because um, it sort of then works out kind of like a, um, a guitar hero style thing. You don't need. You can just sort of go. Okay, we need the chemical in in this beaker here. So you pick it up and you pour it into. You know, using your HD rumble, yep. you know, pretending to pour liquid in, you'll feel all that liquid of coming course out, you will. all those ice cubes coming yeah. out. Um, that seems to be our our favourite joke, doesn't it's it? It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm just trying to picture this. So, you've got some Joy Cons with some sort of. Yep. So, is this like it's like the actual Nintendo Labo, but instead of cardboard, it's glass. It's just like beakers. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking it's it's rubberized. Oh, like, okay. So you can drop it and shit. All right. So um, they're just sort of regular peripheral sort of things. Mad Cats produce them. Um, yep. Um, they're they're kind of rubber. They've um maybe rubber and plastic. Yep. So there's there's like a a little socket for you to to stick the um yeah to stick to jam that joke on right in there. Sure. And so and, you're seeing. So then you know, you're sort of seeing on the screen like the reactions happening, like what's actually on your lab surface. Yeah. Right, like as you as you move it on on your screen, you're actually seeing the beacon move. Right, it looks, looks really awesome. Yeah, um, so it's like, and you can see how much is being poured lo-fi out. Lo-fi VR, but the best they can do. Yeah. yeah, sure, the best they can do. Yeah, well, maybe it's a um, multiplayer thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you get fastest to create invisible invisibility potions. Fastest to create oh like, super bounce potions. I like the idea um, that it's like. Harry Potter themed, and so you're not doing real. It's not a. It's not a like sci- like modern science lab. It's like it's no. like it's your potions lab in at Hogwarts. Yeah, it's it's basically it's it's your awesome awesome lab. That, right. Um, can do anything with lots you really of want. lots of tubes with liquid going through them and dripping out the end and yeah spinning and somehow changing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. When it when it goes through okay. that whole thing, and so it's about learning the reactions between different chemicals and then. Learning recipes and can you sabotage your opponents? <laughs> like it's like, haha! I'm going to put a drop of dragon urine in their potion. It's going to totally just oh. totally ruin it. Instead of a love potion, <laughs> it's going to be a horniness potion. <laughs> and and not the sex kind of horny. No, nope, they're going to grow <laughs> horns. Going to put horns <laughs> on their sex organs. <laughs> My dick became a massive horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know you're always up for it. Just stop talking about your dick. It's like no. <laughs> it's like it's made out of ivory. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hunters after me. <laughs> <laughs> they want okay. my dick horn. Alright. With that, <laughs> but, I think. Yeah, on on dick horn. Once we get to dick horn, look, it's on this show, whenever we get to dick, it's a slippery slope from dick horn to to like vaginal. There, there's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end it on dick horn. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Bitstorm this week. It was a bit of an odd one. We went some places. If you want to find us, 
on the internet and listen to more episodes or talk to us. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, BitStormCast. We're on Facebook face, uh, with a group as well on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash BitStorm. We're also on Podchaser. We'd love it if you left us a rating or a review there, podchaser.com slash BitStorm. We'd also love it if you left a rating or review on iTunes, where you can also subscribe to us there. Uh, we've got a website, bitstormcast.com. We'd like to plug the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Just search for hashtag AGPN on Twitter or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. We'd also like to thank Kuridas for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. So thank you again for joining us. As usual, I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. Abandoned Dog! Abandoned Dog!